to our podcast for generations in family business, past, present, and future. Our hosts for this podcast are myself, Tim Schuster, and I'm a manager in the Center for Family Business Excellence. And also with us today is... Uh, <laughs> hi, I'm Matt Kersner, and I'm a senior manager for the Center for Family Business Excellence. So to continue on our conversation, a major philosophy of the Center is our strategic roadmap, where Matt and I have been taking each step of the roadmap and breaking it down for our listeners. Our last podcast, we discussed initiatives and projects, kind of when looking at current and future state, what are some of the thoughts that a company should consider? So this episode, we're going to discuss individual actions or what is our game plan as a company. And Matt, we're kind of nearing actually the end of our Strategic yes. Roadman podcast yes. here, right? Yeah. So let's start with what do I need to do as an individual, kind of yeah. going along and breaking everything down and putting it yeah. all together. So that's great. So we, you know, when we talked about the goals and objectives of the company. In the past, we talked about having five or seven major goals yep. that the organization should be working on. And then we kind of broke it down of what the game plan is and then the three pillars, right? The mm -hmm. business development, the operating efficiency, and the people. Mm -hmm. And then as we talked about what are the major initiatives and projects that come out of that, now it gets into the accountability of the individual working for a department and, you know, cascading up to a larger division mm -hmm. or even the company and how it all flows together. So really, when it comes to individual actions, it's, it is what I need to do and what am I going to be accountable for. And it should be linking to the overall goals of the department and the organization. Right, that makes sense. Kind of where everyone's fitting in with the whole organization. So, you know, what exactly can an individual be accountable for? Yeah. So... Really, it's mutually agreed upon between the employee, the individual, and their supervisor, their manager, mm -hmm. their department head, the principal, right, the partner. And, you know, it's it's agreed upon. And once it's kind of put in that SMART model, the specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and have a time frame, and there's discussion to make sure that it's linked to the overall organization so everybody's rowing in the same direction, then it's like, okay, how do we set a formal and informal process to do some check-ins, right? Mm -hmm. to, to actually see how things are going. I like to say that formally there should be, you know, a performance review process that's done once a year. That's the formal. At a minimum. At, yeah. a minimum. At a minimum. That's, that's the formal. The informal process I like to say is that a manager and the employee should get together at least once a quarter, every three months, and just do a pulse check of how they're doing their goals to how it's impacting the department. That makes sense. So I want to tell a quick story about Please. that because I think this is interesting. Uh, so I, at my desk currently, I actually have a $2 bill sitting there. So people come by and they ask, like, what's a $2 bill? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, why, why is there a $2 yeah. bill at your desk? Like, what, what is that supposed to signify? Like, yeah. who's ever seen a $2 bill? So when that was handed to me, it was actually a very important concept that I thought was very, very useful. And the idea was that feedback is a two-way street. Uh, so I heat that $2 bill on my desk because it's important that not only am I asking for feedback, but the vice versa as well, that I go and ask my staff, like, what feedback do you have for me? How can I improve myself as, as yeah. your manager? Yeah. So you know what I mean? So like, that's why I kind of, just something to visualize, things that listeners can maybe do on the side. But I always have a $2 bill on my desk just to remind uh, myself I, about I, that. I think that's great. I also, when I work with individuals and do some coaching and, and also uh, work with uh, managers and leaders who mm -hmm. are who really should be managing this process, I get into an exercise called keep doing, start doing, and stop doing. And we'll talk about that in depth at a later mm -hmm. podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But really, for the informal discussion, whatever goals you're working on, it's really, okay, how are you doing? 
what should you keep doing that's helping you reach your goal? What should you stop doing that's getting in your way? Mm -hmm. And what should you start doing that you need to help get there? Yeah, exactly. Right? So it's a good exercise. So even with the $2 bill, right, you might want to also put something, think about your goals, and then do KSS. So you always are thinking about keep doing, start doing, stop doing. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I got to keep a little sign up underneath my $2 bill and keep that moving. That makes yeah. a lot of sense. Yeah, so when you, you know, so the informal process, if you have a cup of coffee or you're having a cup of tea with your manager, you really can just have a nice conversation of KSS. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Right. So we were discussing briefly about expectations. Why is it important to set an expectation? So th that's a great question. So when you set an expectation, it's almost like what I call a psychological contract between your manager and the employee and when you set that expectation first of all Tim you know I report to you yeah, and, yeah. and and you set the expectation first of all I can ask questions about uh, how does is this relevant to the overall department and my growth and the growth of, of all of us right? yeah and once I get agreement and understanding of that and we have that communication dialogue and then it gets memorialized on paper now I understand how I should be working towards that goal, mm -hmm. right? So it's very important. So when you're setting that expectation, you want to, one, ask clarifying questions to make sure you're both on the same page, you're both looking at the same kind of goal. Mm -hmm. And then once you have that, then the expectation is that my supervisor will be monitoring me and providing me some coaching on things that I'm doing really well that I should keep doing and things that I can improve on or how do I get to where I want to go, the future state, without removing any accountability that I have to get the job done. I mean, that makes sense, right? And we want to make sure that you're on the track still, you're not coming off the wagon at all, you know, just keeping an expectation there so that you know, if for some reason you are going off the rails at some point, you can just fix that as quickly as possible. Yeah, and something very important that I want the listeners to hear is if you are a individual contributor and you're reporting to a manager, yes, the manager owns setting the expectation with you, but if you're not getting that informal feedback that once a quarter, every three months, then manage up. Manage up to your manager and supervisor. Get on his or her calendar and really say, I would like to have a cup of coffee to talk about my performance. Absolutely. Think of the $2 bill, KSS. Perfect. Perfect, Tim. I love that visual. Uh, I have to find a $2 bill, and I might yeah, actually absolutely. Maybe put that on my extras, desk. Right? Right? But, um, so that's really the, the individual actions, right? We're all held accountable to contribute. And, absolutely. And we need to know that our managers, our supervisors are checking in. I think that makes sense. So, Matt, now let's tie this together. Mm -hmm. You know, what is our major takeaway from the strategic roadmap? You know, why is this process important for businesses? Yeah, I think it's it's very critical because, you know, from the beginning of when we got into the mission, core values, and vision, once you set that high level, that 80,000-foot view, and I don't want to just make it sound like it's way up in the clouds because it takes a lot of work and a lot of getting in the weeds yep, to get yep. to those things, right? So I don't want to make it sound like it's an easy process. But once you do that, and then you start getting into, okay, how do we get there? And then within the first, if this is a three-year plan, right? Mm -hmm. Then how do we get there in year one? What does year two look like? What does year three look like? And that's where the objectives and goals come in and realistically putting them in year one, year two, yep. year three, right? To keep everybody moving. And then really developing that communication plan around that, get everybody buy-in, 
how are we know what the score is, how yep. we're doing. That's like the whole strategies and measures. We get the foundation of those three uh, silos, right? Mm -hmm. I don't like the word silo, but three buckets. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah you know, exactly. Business development, operating efficiency, and people. I think that covers a big part of an organization, any organization, but there could be more, right? And then it breaks it down to, okay, what out of these three major buckets, what are the initiatives and projects towards the overall goal? Mm -hmm. And then how, as an individual, I work towards that. So to really bring it all together, all these pieces of the strategic roadmap can really, one, get employees engaged, two, really set the tone within the organization mm -hmm. so everybody's rowing in the same direction and it now drives that once a quarter informal discussion about how are we doing growing the business how are we doing things better faster with quality operating efficiency Absolutely. and always thinking about talent mm -hmm. and people and getting our bench ready for whatever comes our way. Exactly, exactly. You know, it's all transparency, people working together. I think that's fantastic. And this is an area that the Center of Family Business Excellence really masters in. So if there's anything that our listeners need help with this, they can reach out to any one of us at any time and we can help them set up this whole process. Yes. You know, so, but honestly, just want to thank you all for listening to this series of podcasts. We're going to have another series coming out relatively soon. Um, and listen, and thank you for listening to Generations and Family Business, Past, Present, and Future as part of the Eisenhower podcast series. If you have any questions or there's a topic you'd like us to cover, email us at contact at EisnerRampart.com. Visit EisnerRampart.com for more information on this and a host of other topics. We look forward to have you listening on our next Eisner Ramper podcast.